Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, the province and the city looking at uh, regulatory changes that might mandate a one-meter separation between vehicles and cyclists. And that if that meter space is infringed upon by the driver, that there would be a, a ticket. There would be a fine as a result. So why the need for this? How do we measure this and enforce this? And what's the overall objective? Some questions uh, I want to pose to our, our next guest. Uh, Annie McKittrick is uh, the new Democrat MLA for Sherwood Park, also parliamentary secretary to the Minister of Education, and had brought forward uh, a private member's bill recently uh, specifically calling for this change. Annie, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Um, thank you. I, I guess this stems from a pretty serious uh, crash in your community last year. Talk, talk about what prompted you to bring this forward. So there was a crash on the Sherwood Park uh, freeway, and um, it wasn't due to a car passing a cyclist um, uh, too close, but it did bring to to my attention and to the attention of the cycling clubs and and, and cyclists uh, throughout Alberta of the need to look at the traffic safety act to ensure that the increasing number of cyclists on, on roads and municipalities um, had the right laws to keep them safe. And and the one meter or 1.5 meter, if you exceed 60 uh, kilometers per hour, has been adopted in a number of jurisdictions. So I decided, uh, given the wide acceptance of such, um, such regulations, to bring it forth as a private member's bill. So... Where, where, first of all, where, where's the private members' bill at? So it, it was um, we had first reading in the um, in the fall session, and then beyond my bringing it as a private members' bill, there's an, an Alberta Cycling Coalition, and that includes a couple of groups from uh, the Calgary region that um, have to get that, that have drafted a document where they also recommend to the Minister of Transportation a one-meter and, and 1.5-meter law. Okay, and then so you, the city yeah. of Calgary is also doing the same thing. Right, and so that it, it's happening on a couple of different tracks here, Then, I, I, as I understand. So your bill calls for the Traffic Safety Act to be amended, right? That's right, yes. But are there different ways of doing this? Could the city of Calgary do it on its own without the amendment to the provincial law? Yeah, so the, it would, it would uh, result in the bylaw being effective in the city of Calgary limits. Well, my law asks for provincial um, regulation around uh, passing a cyclist at one meter or 1.5 meter. And that, that would include the rural roads and the provincial roads. Okay, so let's talk about how this would work in practice. So if, if uh, a cyclist is in a lane, that, that would essentially mean that the driver would have to change lanes. There's not really room for a vehicle to pass in the same lane while allowing a meter in between, right? So, 
so most um, most laws and and regulations are drafted so that the the whole idea is to provide some certainty to the motorist around the appropriate way to pass a, a cyclist. And honestly, it's it's to keep both cyclists and motorists safe because it, it, it you know it allows motorists to know that if they are too close, they they may endanger the life of, of a cyclist or. Uh, you know, or, or worse. So the way that it usually works is is is, is so that if I'm, I'm want to pass a cyclist, and if I usually slow down, if it's safe for me to pass that one meter, and there's no incoming traffic, so I'm allowed to 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 to, to do that. If not, I have to wait and and uh, go slower until it's appropriate for me to be able to pass the cyclist. And it's worked in 27 other jurisdictions in, in North America and, and in, in Europe. And it's, the law has um, such bylaws have proven to be um, provide much safer cyclists. So this would apply only when vehicles then are obviously when, when they're in motion. That's right. So yes. it wouldn't apply to a stopped vehicle, for example. Um, so, so that's 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 that, that's really interesting. The, the 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 laws around what happens at a stop are, are different than what a different set of regulations than this law, which is meant to be when a motor motorist is passing a cyclist when it's moving. You know, as a cyclist, I'm also very aware of cars that are parked. Because uh, many cyclists um, find themselves in what is um, getting hit by a door. So we're very well aware that uh, if a car is stopped um, by the side of the road, then we we have to be careful the way that we pass the the car. Right. So is the onus only on drivers? I mean, if if you have a cyclist who who rides close to vehicles or is trying to weave through uh, stopped vehicles, if cyclists are getting too close to a vehicle, would, would they run afoul of this law? Yeah, so, you know, as a cyclist um, and as a member of a club that takes safety and following the traffic regulations very much to how, like before I go on a group ride, we we again go through the the, the, the laws as it applies to us on the road. I think that there's, there's as much an imperative on cyclists to obey the laws and to and to ride safely and to be familiar with the laws and and the dangers as as there is to motorists when they encounter a cyclist. So part of the reason that we formed the Alberta Cycling Coalition is to promote uh, safety and education for both um, cyclists and 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 motorists. So I really advocate for cyclists to to learn the rules of the law and to be uh, obey them as well as motorists to be aware of the danger they might pose to a cyclist. All right. So, obviously, we're about to go into an election campaign. What what mm-hmm. happens to your private members, Bill? Well, as I said, there's a number of different things happening, right? There's the city of Calgary, and I have to really commend the city of Calgary for having carefully looked at, at the, num- the increased number of cyclists and having worked with the cycling community and, and the planning department to, to to make suggestions to council on a number of um, important laws. And then there's my private members bill. And then also there's the Alberta Cycling Coalition, who is working really hard uh, throughout the, the province on exploring the best um, practices and the best regulations that need to happen to make cycling safe for all kinds of, of 
of cyclists, right? We have the commuter cyclists, we have the winter cyclists, we have the, the uh, people who go on road bikes uh, on the roads, we have um, people who just do it occasionally on, on a Sunday. So we, we've got to make sure that everyone who cycles is aware of the, of the laws and their responsibility as a cyclist. And motorists are, need to be aware of the danger they do pose to a cyclist if they get if they pass them too close. All right. Well, we'll see where this all goes from here. Annie McKittrick, uh, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you for your interest. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.